Hey guys, welcome back. You're listening to The DM with Audrey Brianne and Tyree. I'm Audrey Brianne. And I'm Tyree. We hope you keep tuning in to The DM with us, where we have chatted about films such as Hustlers, Mary Queen of Scots, and HBO's Insecure and Euphoria. And on this week's episode of The DM, we'll be reviewing Freeform's Grownish. So, Grownish was a show that came out in 2018. The creator is Kenya Burris and Larry Wilmore. It's a spinoff show of Blackish, and it follows the Johnsons' oldest daughter, the firstborn daughter, Zoe, and she leaves to go to college. She befriends a few people. She is finding her way to adulthood and. It's a cute show. Um, I had never seen Grownish. This was my first time watching it. So it was a pleasant surprise because it's it's really endearing. This show is, uh, they try to be more realistic, I think, in their depiction of college-age students. So that was nice to see. It wasn't this, like, hypersexualized and, like, over-the-top kind of uh, representation of what kids that age are. Yeah, so it's four seasons. I think three seasons are out now. They stopped filming the third season because of the pandemic, but it signed on for a fourth season. And just like Audrey was saying, I like how it plays on like realistic like vibes. There's a couple people that are student athletes and it talks about like the problems with colleges making money on student athletes. It talks about teen pregnancy. It talks about just Everything that kids deal with going to college. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those cute shows where, like, the main character will stop and, like, address the audience. Oh, like, yeah. I really love that they do that. Like, Yara's character, Zoe, like, she'll be talking to someone in the show and then it'll, like, pause or whatever. And she, like, turns to us and she'll say, like, what's really on her mind, which is funny. Yeah. So the show follows Zoe Johnson, played by Yara Shahidi, and she's the narrator. So she stops mid-conversation sometimes to talk about, like, what's happening. And then she has six friends. She starts out as a freshman, and she meets all of her friends in this night class. The teacher's Mr. Telfy, and that's, like, her godfather or something. He's also from Blackish. And then she wants to become, like, a fashion designer, so her major is, like, fashion design. She does a internship or a fellowship at Teen Vogue. She dresses, like, really cool. How would you explain, like, her style? Her style is super trendy. Like, she is up on every trend that there is. She's not into fads, and I like that because fads are the one that goes faster and sometimes are a bit more garish. Like, she's she's cuter, and she's more calculated with how she dresses. I love that everything, it's very matchy, and in that way, I don't think it's very realistic because, like, everything down to her, like, hair clip and her earrings, like, match her outfit. And I just, I don't know how realistic having been to college, like just looking at myself, even my friends, I don't know how realistic that is that we're getting that done up. Like I certainly wasn't changing out wigs in college, Yeah. but I get it for the show. (laughs) It makes sense. But yeah, I, I do like that as a black woman, that's really cool that they do that though with her hair, because I think it's, it's realistic. Like we wear our hair in like protective styles sometimes so that we're not damaging it. So like, 
I did like that that was realistic. She's not going to be straightening and curling and, like, doing all this stuff to her real hair. Like, you see her wearing, like, silk scarves and, like, she wraps her hair at night. And I was like, thank you for depicting, like, what it's like for a black woman, like, to keep your hair looking good. Like, I love that about the hair in this show for Yara. Also, I forgot to mention that the costume designer for Grownish is Michelle Cole. And Michelle Cole is known for Martin and Living Color. Bernie Mac show. And she did Blackish. And she did Blackish. Like, she's a huge costume designer, especially looking at these shows or like black influence shows. Like, I still watch Martin. Like, it's kind of cool that she's still continuing her career with like young black shows. Yeah. And I think that Yara, just going back to her character, it reminds me of Top Shop. Like, when I walk into Topshop and it's the mannequins that are, like, you know, like, dressed up for for sales, like, she looks like that. She looks sort of like a walking billboard because it's just, like, she wears stuff that's very bright, that's very, like, conversation starter. I'm actually surprised in the show that they don't have that more of, like, characters, like— talking about her outfits because she rocks some really, really cute stuff. Like, when she's wearing her little, like, suits that go together, yeah. I'm just like, oh, my God, that's so cute. That like, academic probation suit. She <laughs> yeah. wore, like, this, like, maroon suit. Like, I don't know. Super I wouldn't think cute. of that as a freshman in college. But, like, her outfits, like, are so on trend. Mm-hmm. And, like, she is very stylish. It's, like, pieces that she would put together. It's not, like— Trendy, basically. Yeah. No, she's she's doing a great job with her the costuming. Michelle is. Like, yes. I think that it appeals to a young audience. Because I think, I don't know, I feel like Grownish is meant for high schoolers. I know that it's college-age students that are being depicted. But I imagine juniors, seniors in high school are watching this show. It's on Freeform Network. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. If it was on HBO or another more, like, adult network, then I'd age it up. But I think that this is towards, like, older teens, maybe very, very young 20s are who's watching this. Yes. And a cool thing about um, Michelle Cole and Yara is Yara started this show as a teenager, Blackish, when she was, like, 13. So she would say um, she was Yara's boss. And now that Yara's gotten older and she's the producer on this show, that Yara's her boss. Oh, and she, cute. like, is, like, a cute way of saying, like, Thanks. Like, mm-hmm. So that's cool. So the next character that we're going to talk about is Francia Oresa. And she depicts Annalisa, but she goes by Anna. And, or Anna. Is Anna? it Anna? Anna? Anna. Anna. Hmm. Anna. We'll Anna. say she goes by Anna. <laughs> no, she goes by Anna. And she starts off as a friend. Like, she's kind of meek and shy and a uh, new girl. And she meets Zoe and they go to this party and, like, Anna gets wasted and like she she winds up getting sick in a kiddie pool and like Yara has this moment like Zoe does where like she either can like go and help her friend that everyone's looking at or her her other friends are like hey, uh, like let's go to another party and for whatever reason Zoe leaves Anna there in the kiddie pool yeah. so that's like our first introduction to their friendship, <laughs> which is like, damn, like that's kind of ice cold. It's funny because when she meets her six friends at college, they actually like say something about that. Like uh, yeah. they're all talking about what's like one of the worst things you've ever done. And she tells her story and they all look at her. They're like, you're a monster. <laughs> 
Um, so that's the introduction to her. But yeah, they do wind up as roommates. Um, yeah. Zoe's first roommate leaves because she gets a single in another dorm. And so then when like Zoe goes into the room, she's like, oh my God, because it's Anna. Yeah. And in the beginning, they don't get along. Like Anna does not let her touch her food, her drinks. Like if she comes in late, which is often, she always is just like, no, like when she turns on a light. Um, but eventually the ice melts, it thaws between the two of them and they do wind up being friends again. Also, like, the love interest, Zoe was dating some guy, and then Anna starts dating him. <laughs> and Anna, I forgot to add, so she's um, a Cuban immigrant, and she's, she's like a devout Catholic, and she also is a Republican, which they, they kind of, like, nod to that every now and then. They don't really make that a big deal. Yeah. But she's very studious. Like, she's very much the, like— she goes to class. She doesn't miss it. She follows the rules. And, like, I think that's reflected in her wardrobe because she's always got on, like, bow ties or ties or, like, plaid skirts as if it's, like, you know, a uniform for school. She wears a lot of button-ups, a lot of blazers. Like, she dresses very proper and, like, sort of business casual, I would say. it's It definitely is reflected in her wardrobe. When she's at home, she wears, like, graphic tees. Um, she went on a date. She wore this, like, red, like, spicy dress. Yeah, she wears, like, plaids. She's very, like, private school or, like, mm-hmm. studious. Like, she's very uniform, mm-hmm. conservative. Although it's not said, like, that's definitely researching her character. Mm-hmm. But, yes, she's very conservative and studious. But think, like, Alice and Olivia. Like, very just, like, it's girly. It's proper. Like, her skirts are never going to be too short. Her shorts are never too short. Like, it's always going to be a respectable length. And, like, you know, with the cleavage, you're not going to really see that on her. So, yeah, her character just dresses a lot more conservative. Yeah, very conservative. And I feel like she matches a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Like, she matches the colors. She matches, like, the tops with the bottoms. It's very, like put together in a straight way. Yeah, like straightforward. The next person we're going to talk about is Emily Arluk. She plays Nomi Siegel. She's Jewish. She's bisexual. She's not out to her parents until season two, I believe. She's a feminist, and she is in a relationship with one of her teachers, which she's, like, hiding from her friends. Ooh. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) But she's very, like, laid back. She wears a lot of graphic tees. She wears hoodies. She wears hoops. Sometimes she crosses the line on, like, cultural things with the twins and, like, some of her other castmates. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's very outspoken, and— I love Nomi. I think that she's great. She's my favorite character character because she's not PC. She is so funny with her little quips. They are always checking this girl. They always remind her. They're like, girl, you're white. Like, it's just (laughs) funny because, like, she forgets and she has a very big mouth and she's unfiltered. And her style to me is very, it's ghetto fabulous to me. Because she does, she wears these big gold hoops and she's in, like, plaid shirts and she'll wear, like, the shirts that have, like, cutouts at the shoulders and stuff. Like, she just kind of reminds me of like ghetto fabulous like she has braids in her hair sometimes. yeah she always has her hair done like some sort of a twist or a braid and like yeah the twins like Tyree said like they definitely check her sometimes but I just think that Nomi is a breath of fresh air I really really like her character um like the other girls everyone dresses very bright there's not anyone who's drab yeah. or like 
you know, wears a bunch of black and dark colors. So she's another girl wearing a lot of bright stuff. She accessorizes a lot. She's always got like bracelets on. All of the girls, I think earrings is a big thing on this show. Like, I don't know that anyone has, like if Michelle has ever talked about that, but it's one of the first things I noticed in watching the show is everybody wears matching drop big earrings. Sometimes I don't think that the only people that carry backpacks are the twins. Like, they're mm-hmm. in college and I don't even, like, Nomi, Yara, I never see them with, like, a backpack. And also with Nomi, she's also one of Yara's roommates, like, towards the second season. Mm-hmm. But she feels judged by Yara sometimes. So they have, like, conflicting roles. Yeah. Nomi's not the most studious. Like, yeah. she's the one. She's going to skip class. She's going to do what she wants. She's a pill popper. Like, she's enjoying her college yeah. life. And Zoe's a bit more straight edge. And like you said, she's more judgmental about that, especially in season one. Yeah. Cool. And then our next characters, I'm going to let Tyree <laughs> talk about these because, like, he's he's, like radiating over these two. (laughs) So the next people are the twins, Skylar and Jazz, played by Chloe and Halle Bailey. And Chloe and Halle aren't twins in real life. They just play twins on the show. They are on the track team. They're from South LA. They are smart, sassy, and focused. They always have like these quick like one-liners. They're rolling their neck. They're rolling their (laughs) eyes. I related most to Sky and Jazz because they're college athletes and mm-hmm. I was a college athlete. So, like, they talked about, like, selling their merchandise, which is illegal. They talked about, mm-hmm. like, living off of, like, no money at all. So, I just love them. I love their attitude. Um, they dress a little, like, Hallie plays Sky and she dresses in, like, prints and bright colors. And then... Chloe, who plays jazz, dresses a little bit more, like, mature Mm -hmm. or, like, older. She'll do, like, the separates. Sometimes they're wearing, like, their track outfits. and. But you're right. She doesn't dress as bright as her sister does. Her sister wears a lot of, like, rhinestones and Mm. just, like, flashy pieces. And she wears more subdued. I would say that they are heavy on accessories. Super heavy. They're the ones. So when I'm talking about pins in the hair and stuff, it's those two. And they wrap, they have braids. So like their styles are always very intricate and like different every day. Like they really jazz themselves up. And sometimes I don't think that they are college kids like on the show with Mm, how dressed up that they are. What do they come across as? I don't know. Like seniors or like. They're oh, like intern- high schoolers. No, seniors in college oh. are like interns to their first job or something. Sometimes I feel like they're like a little too dressed up. Oh, I get it. Okay. They are amazing. I love them. Yeah, they wear a lot of good brands. It sounds like they've got like Marc Jacobs, a lot of Zara. Topshop. Um, yeah, Alice and Olivia. All the girls wear. At some point, I've seen someone in Alice and Olivia. That seems to be like a staple for <laughs> yeah. the girls. But yeah, they're very cute and I love their quips and I love that they are, they're very much like the comedic relief. Like those girls have me dying sometimes. And they have a lot of attitude. I just love them. But also to note in the show, um, Luca Sabat plays Luca Hall. Luca Sabat is like a trendsetter. He has a relaxed vibe. He wears like Comme des Garçons. He wears Calvin Klein. He wears Supreme. He's 
Like, a lot of these characters are, like, their characters in real life. His Mm -hmm. character on the show is named Luca. His name is Luca. And, like, Trevor Jackson plays Aaron Jackson. He's also another one of the friends. He's Mm -hmm. a love interest. He wears a lot of graphic tees and sweatshirts. He's a year ahead. He has that tail. Do you like his tail? I don't like the rat tail (laughs) on anybody. It's not working for me. Is that character or real life? I think Real life. Yeah, because, I mean, that's his—it looks real. Like, I mean, it could be a piece, like a hair piece, but it it looks like that man has really actually grown a rat tail. And, yeah, it's just— So he's a year ahead of the rest of the kids, and he wears, like, diesel, urban outfitters. He's more, like, relaxed. And then the last person is Jordan Buhat, and he Mm -hmm. plays Vivek. And I like Vivek because (laughs) he dresses— um, the most extravagant. He wears like Versace, Burberry, um, Lan Vong, Gucci, Gucci, and they they make jokes about fashion. They're like, he's wearing Gucci, and then they're like, you don't have to wear it all together, which <laughs> he's is like, like yes, com- I do, right? <laughs> <laughs> which is common for Gucci people to wear Gucci all together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Dig Diggy's on the show. Mm. Diggy, what's his? What's Simmons. There we go. I was going to say Diggy Ryan. And he plays and like, Doug, mm-hmm. which is Chloe's love interest. Mm-hmm. So they have a really great cast. It's on Hulu. It's three seasons. going to be a fourth. And I just have to say, I'm going back to Luca. I adore Luca. Luca <laughs> is it. Luca yeah. is, so imagine a young Lenny Kravitz. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Like, because he's got dreads. And Luca has, his accessories are so fly. Yeah. Like, he's always got the best chains on and diamonds. And he's wearing rings. It looks like his rings are, like, from Great Frog London or something. But always chunky, big, silver, jeweled rings. And, like, on every finger. And this man, I mean, he just, he'll wear, like, pajama bottoms and just, like, mismatched stuff. That, yeah. But it's just, it works so well for him. So I I adore Luca. I think he's such a muse. He's such a fashion icon. Yeah. And he is in real life, yeah. you know? Like so he's, I think that's, I love Luca in real life and on the show. I think, like, that would be him mm-hmm. in real life. He's just so laid back. He's so cool. He tells people, he'll be like, oh, I don't like your pants. But he'll say it in such, like, a calm voice that it's like, dang, is he judging? Yeah, or he'll be like, your vibe is not, like, he'll talk about people's (laughs) vibes just being off. Or, like, yeah, he's just, like, really Rastafarian to me. Like, very, very boho. and He's always in and out. Mm -hmm. He's never, like, just there. Yeah, he's breezy in that way. Like, he comes and goes like the wind. Yeah, but he gives shout-outs to his girl, Yara. So. Yeah, no, I love him so much. This show was really, really fun to watch. I'm so glad that we reviewed it because, like I said, it was nice to see, you know, young kids portrayed as young kids. You know how right. sometimes in shows it's just, like, not believable because you're like, are these kids 19 or are they, like, 25? Because just the scenarios that, right. that they put them in. I like that this, I never at any point was like, oh, like that wouldn't happen in college. Like they actually keep these kids having, you know, issues that come up that are true to their age. Yeah. And I, I do think they dress a little young, like because of all the brights and all of the matchy-matchy, it reminds me of high school, but I'd rather that than them wearing really over-the-top, like risque stuff that's even less believable, if you know what I mean. Right. 
But yeah, I appreciate that. I think Michelle does a really good job with how she's styling them. Yeah, I think Michelle does an amazing job. I mean, like, she definitely paved the way in costume design. Mm -hmm. So I think I didn't dress like this in college. I mean, some of these brands I, like, can't even afford now. but, (laughs) But the way that she does style it, it makes it fresh and young. Like, it's something that you could take someone's wardrobe and then find it on your own and make it like college style. So I lo- I like that. And I love the show. I love the cast. And yeah, let's get into the red carpet. Red carpet, y'all. Here yes. we go. So the first person that we're going to talk about is Yara Shahidi. She's styled by Jason Bolden. And Jason styles Gabrielle Union, Taraji P. Henson, Ava DuVernay, and... Yara's style, I think one of her major things when she gets dressed, she has to do like the robot. So um, <laughs> to make sure it's, it's she can move around in it. <laughs> yes. In case you were wondering. Right. One of my favorite looks is probably the LACMA art and film gala. That's where we'll start. Mm-hmm. Um, she's wearing Gucci and it's this like metallic gold one shoulder dress and the top looks like a seashell Mm -hmm. and it's like just wrapped around it covers the other shoulder and then the bottom is just like this gold dress basically i like it for lakma it makes sense because it's got a lot of structure to it like tyree said the top yeah like the top looks like origami and it's fanned out over one entire shoulder so it's giving this really nice like optical illusion, I guess. It looks a little Egyptian even, and I think that that makes sense having that sort of vibe going on if it's going to be at a museum. So, I mean, for this, I think she they knocked it out of the park. This is exactly how she should look for this sort of an event. Yeah, her hair is up. She's wearing drop earrings. It's very simple. The next dress that we'll talk about is the 2019 SAG Award. She's wearing Fendi Couture. Um, this is a little like an ice skater dress. So basically it's all pink and it has like a pink bodysuit underneath, like pink tights all the way down to her ankles, pink, like a body shield. And then it has like a lace overlay with, um, I assume those are like, what would those be? Beading or something? Yeah, maybe like Spravarsky crystals and a little bit of beading, like a a combo. And then the skirt is just like pink tulle. So basically it's all sheer and then it has like this pink bodysuit underneath. It's all the way up to the neck and it has like a little collar. Yeah, she's got like a little Peter Pan collar on one part, but the bodysuit is a mock turtleneck. So like kind of a lot going on in her neckline. I'm just going to start off with that. I think that this is a beautifully structured and tailored piece. Mm-hmm. It fits her to a T, but I think it's too tween. And the reason I feel that way is mostly the color. This is like this pale baby pink, and it just, it reminds me of someone who's like 13, 14 who would yeah. be on the carpet, and it reminds me of Easter. So like the season also isn't like appropriate as far as the color palette. So I would rather see this in like a burgundy or even like black would be really dramatic. So color for me makes this, I'm going to give it like a C minus. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't give it that low, but it's not one of my, it is, I really like this look. I feel like Yara can't do any wrong, but I, I would agree that it would be better in a different color for sure. 
The next one we're going to talk about, she's done a lot of Gucci looks. Mm -hmm. So the Lion King premiere, she wore this Gucci just like tuxedo blazer as a dress. And it has like the lapels are white. And then she's wearing like this white shirt underneath. And then she's wearing these like peach or pinkish pumps. And I think this is cool. Like she's not in the Lion King. She's probably just at the premiere. And she looks very like edgy, young, Simple. What do you think? I like this. I'm surprised it's Gucci. I would have actually thought that this is Burberry. Just looking at it, Burberry or Prada. So, yeah, a little surprised that it's Gucci. I don't like the shoe, the peach shoe that's going with this black and white combo. Maybe I'm basic, but I would have (laughs) gone with an off-white shoe, either a stark white or off-white. Like, the lapels on her blazer are like this really nice eggshell. I probably would have tried to get a heel either in that color or if I wanted to mismatch and you know, throw in a pop there. They could have done like a brown, like even like a pattern, mm. like a cheetah print shoe could have been cute Ooh, or something. Yeah. But yeah, I just, I feel like there's something going on with this shoe that feels like an afterthought, feels a bit like a misstep for me. I, I have issues with her shoes, but yeah. from her ankle up, really great look and put together nicely. I have an issue with the shoe too. I just don't know. I probably would have done like a black pump or like a black and white. I would have done something that went along with what I was wearing on the top. Exactly. Yeah, the shoe was definitely an afterthought. So the last thing we'll talk about is the 2020 Golden Globes. That's her most recent look. And this is like a yellow dress. It's strapless. It stops right above her knee. And then the side has like this bow train type thing. I think this dress is cute. It's age appropriate. It's bright yellow. And it's Carolina Herrera. I like it. I love her shoes here. Talking about shoes again, she's wearing like sheer nude pumps that have just like crystals all over them. I think it's great. Like they chose a really nice stiletto with this. Um, It complements this dress really well because this dress is very yellow. It's like big bird yellow. So, I mean, it's it's a lot of color she's bringing. I love that they left her neckline bare. She's got a drop earring, but it's very subtle. She's got some bracelets, but again, very subtle and gold. I like how they accessorize this, given that this bow and this color is a lot going on. They executed it beautifully. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, too, with Yara. It doesn't seem like they over-accessorized, mm-hmm. which I like. It's pretty much the dress and then an earring and then call it a day. So I do like that. Yeah. So that wraps up Yara. Yes. She's great. And we love, I'm going to give a shout out to her stylist, Jason Bolden. I just think that he's great. I think he's innovative and he's changing the game. And it's nice seeing a black man in the business succeeding the way that he is. And... I think he's a hometown homie. He's oh, from Missouri. Yeah. What, what? <laughs> so, yeah. Love it. So, our next person we're going to talk about is Miss Francia Reza. And her stylist is Ashley Ruiz and Natalie Sidi. And actually, I used to style Ooh, Francia. Yeah, yes. back in the day, she was one of my clients. So, much love to her. Yeah. So, first look we're going to talk about is her at the NAACP Awards. And she is in a Hamel sky blue dress. It's got a a turtleneck. It is sleeveless. It's got cutouts at the side, very tight on the top. And then it goes down into a a slight mermaid 
gown. And in the back, it looks like there's a train. But yeah, this look is, I don't think it's the best color for her. I think that that's what's off for me. Because again, it's like periwinkle, I guess yeah. I would call this. And as much as periwinkle is supposed to be a very universal color, I think it drowns her out a little bit. It makes her look a little pale. So I'm not loving the color on this. Yeah. Um, the fit's great, but yeah, some of these dresses we're talking about today, it's just that the colors aren't really working for me. Yeah, I think on this dress, I I don't hate it, but it, I can see what you're talking about, I think. I don't know if her length, I don't know what it is, but it just looks like a blue dress. Like, her hair is up. I feel like her makeup is not the right shade or color. Mm-hmm. And that dress doesn't really do anything for me, but... She has other looks. Yeah, so she's got another NAACP Image Awards look that she is wearing Walter Collection. This dress is, it's a bustier corset going on that's got off the shoulders, like down at her bust is where the shoulders start. I hope that makes sense. And it's very plungy there. It's a balconette style. So like there is a lot of of cleavage going on. And then it's satin and it goes down to about calf length. And then she's got strappy gold multi-strap shoes on and this dress is is gold metallic and red lip is what she completes it with her hair is down kind of like old style like 1950s sort of curls on one shoulder and I think she looks great her body looks amazing and she's showing it off in a really I think classy way without giving up everything like I see that they because there's so much cleavage they went really really simple everywhere else yeah I love this dress I think that this dress is the most fitting for her I think her hair it gives me very like Jessica Rabbit or like Mm -hmm. something like 1950 like a Dita Von esque and I like that the dress stops at her like shin so there's cleavage at the top and then her shin at the bottom which like the previous dress it's just too much fabric where this like breaks up her body and I think I love the gold I love the red lip and yeah she looks amazing this one I really do like yeah they knocked it out of the park with this one next look she's wearing a Malin Breton gown to the 2019 Golden Globes and a lot of dress going on. This is a black dress that's got sheer sleeves, sheer long sleeves. Her shoulders have padding to it, it looks like. So they're very, it's like a pointy sort of shoulder that she's got going on. The middle panel has sheer again, and then it goes out into a peplum, but the peplum is only on the sides and it's tulle. Then she, it's very exaggerated mermaid cut, so it's tight down her thigh, and right at the knee is where it flares out again into a lot of tulle and a very, very very large train. She's topped it off with, it looks like diamond rings, diamond drop earrings, and then she's got her hair in a really sleek top knot. Okay. So (laughs) I personally don't care for this look. Not that I don't care for the look. It's just a couple things that I would take away, like the tool on the sides. I don't think that that's necessary. Mm -hmm. I think her hair also is just like put up. I think it's a little too laxed in a high pony. Yeah. And maybe if she did the lax pony, she should have let some of her flyaways down. It's just a lot of fabric, I would say. And black, it just looks very like dark and drab. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, I don't hate it. I just would take some stuff away and like re- 
do some things. I like it because I know Francia and like there's something about this that I could see this at a fitting. I get why she gravitates towards this. Yeah. It's her vibe. It's it's the kind of fit that she likes. It's playful. I do understand where like it can be problematic for some because of all of the like drama of it. Yeah. But when I saw this, it made me smile because like I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's a Francia gown. Like I get that. So yeah. I think simply because of that personal relationship I right. have with her, I get it. But I mean, it's it's not her strongest. We've actually got a really, really strong look coming. So this is her at the 2019 iHeartRadio Awards. The brand is unknown, unfortunately, but she is wearing a burgundy trouser that's high waist and wide leg. And then it's got a matching little jacket that she has over the shoulders. And then she's got a darker, like brown, I believe, colored balconette bra underneath. Yeah. Her hair is up again and she completes it with a lip that is complementary to the bra that she's wearing. I love this look. I feel like this is the look. Mm -hmm. I think her pants are linen, so you can kind of tell that she was sitting down. But other than that, like, it's a wide leg pant. Like, she looks tall. She looks elongated. She's showing, like, her midriff. She's showing her chest, but it's covered with a jacket over it. She just looks like a cool girl. She looks like, oh, I'm here on the red carpet. And this takes me back to that gold outfit. I feel like sometimes you can tell people are just put into something. Mm -hmm. And then you can tell when someone feels confident in what they're wearing. And I feel like with this matching set with the little bralette or, yeah, that's like a bra mm -hmm. thingy. I feel like she feels like confident. iHeartRadio, it's a music festival. So she just feels like comfortable, confident, and like... I like that. It's she's sexy. selling the hell out of this to me. Like, and her stance, like, she's kind of, like, slouched back and giving me, like, yeah. a stance. Then, like, I see you, Francia. <laughs> I certainly see you. And I think that this is how an actress does a music awards show. This is a great way to do it because, again, she's not a musician, but she's attending the awards show. So it doesn't make sense for her to be over the top and, like, really loud. But, like, she's chosen a bold color. She's got the body to pull off this balconette, like, bralette that's underneath it and yeah I mean if you just saw her stance alone like she knows that she's owning this yeah she looks really cool and then last look that we'll talk about quickly is the 2020 SAG Awards where she's wearing Hamill again. So she wore that to the NAACP Awards. That was the periwinkle gown that we were talking about first. This one is um I don't know how to describe this. It's a turtleneck dress that has very, very exaggerated sleeves that are very drapey with a lot of excess fabric that go all the way down to her hip. Yeah. And it's open shoulder, so there's cutouts at the shoulder. And then there is a diamond pattern cutout at the bust, so it's showing a lot of cleavage again. And then it ends, it's another shin calf length dress for her, so it and it tapers down into an A-line. And then it looks like she's got on like a little turquoise, like nudist style sandal. Yeah, I love the shoe. Again, this dress, I feel like less is more. If it didn't have those things over the shoulder and it was just like a simple white dress with that diamond cutout or something like sexy and sleek, I would understand it. But like this cape thing with the cutouts, I don't get it. I don't understand it, but... She's had better looks, and I need to, uh, my bad, my apologies. So she's wearing silver shoes. Okay. Uh, it looks blue because she, the carpet is blue and it's reflecting. I thought they were blue. Yeah. I don't love this on her. I think that it's doing a lot, and it's doing a lot that's not 
captivating us by any means. Yeah. It's distracting us. I think that all the cutouts are actually distracting and they raise more questions than it gives more praise. Yeah, and I just think, like, I understand wanting to be, like, sexy and, like, cutting out stuff, but then the extra fabric adds, like, more volume. It's just, like, those are cutouts, and then you're adding more fabric to other places where it just kind of throws off the look. Yeah, I'm, I I don't love this, but she did have some strong looks. I Heart was, was a home run for her. She looked great in that. Yeah, for sure. The next person we're going to talk about is Emily Arlook, and Emily is styled by Laura Ferris Schaffman. And we're going to start with the Vanity Fair Hollywood Calling. She is wearing a piece apart, and she's wearing Malone Suler shoes. And this is honestly just like a dress that has buttons all the way up the front. It stops probably at her thigh, and... I mean, there's nothing really to say. It looks like a shirt dress, pretty much. It looks like she's wearing H&M, and I feel bad because this isn't what you wear to Vanity Fair. I wouldn't care if this was Dior. This isn't what you wear to Vanity Fair. Like, I don't want to see something that looks truly like a mall dress. Maybe she could get away with this at a press event because it could give a pop of color and, like, you're sitting all day, so it might look nice from the waist up. But this is a miss for me. Her shoe also is, she's wearing a black shoe that has, if you can imagine, tan straps that go up them, like there's two little tan straps. One is over her toes, and then the other one is like higher up on her foot. Regardless, it doesn't make sense. These shoes are not meant for this dress. And so, yeah, her shoes are going one place, and her dress is going another. Yeah. I don't um, really get it. I don't understand the dress either. There are a couple things that I probably would do to the dress. I would maybe like belt it or have like a diamond or gold, like just give it a pop of something. Mm-hmm. This dress, this outfit isn't really giving me anything. So we'll move on to the next dress. She goes to the 2020 NAACP Image Awards. She's wearing Probble Garung and she's wearing Jimmy Choo shoes. Her Probble dress is red again. It goes around her shoulders and it has a couple layers that go down And the waist is, like, belted, so it's, like, tied on the side. It's, like, peplum around the waist, which is also tiered into a skirt. So the whole dress is pretty much tiered. There's tiers around her neck, and then there's a few tiers at the bottom. And then she's wearing Jimmy Choo shoes. They're, like, pink, sparkly, open-toed shoes. What do you think of this dress? I don't care about this outfit (laughs) because it's so boring to me. Like, it's a snooze fest. This is, I mean... Like, <laughs> snooze fest. I don't know what's what's happening here, but I, I'm i not inspired by it. I don't care about it. I wouldn't look twice at this. <laughs> I think they chose a super boring dress. Yeah. I mean, it's probable, but I feel like they could have definitely chose something else. Yeah, don't care. Don't care that it's probable. Don't care that she's in Jimmy Choo. I'm just like, girl, next with this look. We're going to move it right along. So moving on to the 2020 Oscar Vanity Fair after party, she is wearing a Dolce & Gabbana dress, and she's wearing Roger Viver shoes. And this dress is very simple. It looks like Versace or something. It has buttons all down one side where the leg is, the buttons are open for the slit. And she's wearing, it has, 
straps, like kind of thicker straps. And that's pretty much it. It's just like a straight dress. It's fine. It looks like Versace. I'm I'm so tripped out that this is Dolce & Gabbana because like if you showed me this dress and you were like, hey, Audrey, like, who is this dress by? I'd be immediately, I'd be like, oh, it's just a Versace. So I'm tripped up on that. And like, this reminds me of old school supermodels. Like I could see Naomi Campbell in this back in the nineties, Cindy Crawford, like Helena Christensen. Like it's got that vibe to it. So it's kind of a throwback vintage sort of, of looking Dolce & Gabbana. I think she looks great. I like that her hair is, is parted in the middle and slicked back. It looks like into a low pony, like it's no fuss and it lets the dress be the focal point. Yeah, I think that this is a great look. So the <laughs> next people are the twins, Skylar and Jazz, Chloe and Halle Bailey, styled by Zarina Akers, and Zarina also styles Beyonce. So the girls are definitely in good hands. The first look we're going to talk about is the variety power of young Hollywood. And they are wearing Rhea Costa dresses and Holly is wearing Stella Luna shoes. And one thing I want to say about their style is I believe they're like a year or two apart and they're mm-hmm. musicians. So they kind of like complement each other's style. So in this first look, Chloe is wearing a purple one shoulder satin dress It's long sleeve on one side, it's rouged at the waist, and it stops probably at her thigh. And then Hallie is wearing both shoulders, so like it crisscrosses at her waist, it ties on the side, and it's rouged going the other way. It's like a fuchsia color. And Chloe is wearing like these purple strappy heels, and Hallie's wearing these silver strappy heels, and... Yeah. And the girls both have their hair down um, like they didn't do a whole lot of fuss there and and very complimentary and subtle accessories like they've got some hoops in. I see some rings going on, but just very delicate. I like this together. I was telling Tyree earlier, if these were separate and apart, I wouldn't like them. But Zarina does an amazing job of the fact that these two are like sisters and that they walk carpets together the way that they do. Very, very complimentary. Yeah. So the second look we're going to talk about is at the Clive Davis pre-Grammy party. They're wearing Polica, and Chloe is wearing a one-shoulder dress. She also has, like, a cuff around her neck, and it's very, like, drapey. It's floor length. It looks like it's probably one fabric or, like, one seam or something. And then Hallie is wearing a blazer that has no sleeves. It's a crop top blazer, and she's wearing pants. They're, like, bows or overlays of the pants to give it volume. And, yeah, I think they're, they both look really cute. Chloe has a red lip. Hallie has one earring in that's, like, white or silver I don't really love this look. I think it reminds me of TLC a lot because especially what Hallie is wearing, like she's got this like pair of pants on that's like, it's got peplum, like an asymmetrical peplum that's double layered. And then it goes down into the pants and it reminds me of like no scrubs for some reason. Mm. Um, And then the top is like, it's a crop blazer, basically. It's cropped and it also is sleeveless is what is happening on top. I just don't really think this goes. And even together, I don't think it's executing something that like complements the other. Yeah, I think... I understand what you're saying because, like, one is, like, so structured and then the other one's so, like, flowy. Mm -hmm. Like, one's wearing a dress and one's wearing, like, a suit. 
But I feel like they can't do any wrong. So (laughs) (laughs) moving on to the Grammys. So they had two looks at the Grammys, but the one that we're going to focus on is their red carpet look. And they're gowns by Isabel Sanchez. And this is very artistic. I don't really know how to say what it is. It reminds me of like Joyce Van Noten or something. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they look like coffee filters or like very like 3D textured. Hallie is wearing like a dress over a pair of pants. And she has a bow around her neck in... It's like 3D. I don't really know how to explain it. And then Chloe is wearing a floor-length dress that's black. She has drop earrings. And her cool feature are her sleeves. And her sleeves look like very geometrical from the shoulder to her wrist. And they have a lot of folds. I like all of these different shapes that they've got. So I like the accordion kind of sleeve that's happening on Chloe. Like yeah. it's tulle and it's it's a contrast color because her gown is black. And then the tulle that, that's accordion looking that goes all the way down the sleeve, starting at the shoulder all the way to the wrist is white. And I just think that it's it's so cool. Like the way that she stands, it makes her look like she's got her elbows out, but yeah. like she doesn't. And I'm like, that's such a cool optical illusion. And then for Hallie, she's adorable in this. It reminds me of Dior. Yeah. So like, I love the big, it's like a pussycat bow, but like it's tied in the back. Love that. And then like her little like mini dress that she's got on over her black bell bottom is Imagine like a down comforter, that type of like look and feel. And it's a bunch of like balls all around her. Like, and I, I it's like in a triangular shape. It sounds kind of crazy, but it works on her. And with her sister's accordion sleeve, I, I just think that this is fire. Yeah, I love it. And they, they look great. I love it. So the next look we're going to talk about is the 2019 Oscar Vanity Fair after party. Both of the ladies are wearing Versace. Chloe is giving me full leg. She is wearing (laughs) a black dress. It's one shoulder. Um, The other shoulder has like bondage straps or like belt straps. It's like longer on one side and then shorter on the other side. And then Hallie is giving me a skirt that is geometrical with like yellows and greens. And then that's belted attached to her top. It's like a, what would you call that? A bra top, a bandeau, a bra um, It looks like it's just a strapless bra actually. And then like, it's got body armor over it, like yeah. belted body armor. It's very Versace. It's such classic <laughs> Versace. These girls, I'm giving them so many snaps for this. Cause I'm like, look at y'all with the like classic safety pin that like Versace yeah. always does. Like, I just think this is great. And it's giving me, it gives me nineties vibes again. Again, I, I imagine like Naomi Campbell wearing this. So I love it. It's very super model-esque. Yeah. And the last one we're going to talk about is the Spotify Best New Artist event. They're wearing Mugler. And Chloe has on a Gladi to Ms. Milnery hat. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) But this one, they're just wearing like simple dresses. Hallie has a pink dress on. Chloe has a black dress on. And then there's like cutouts on the side. 
And there's, they have capes. Like these gowns have like a cape in the back and both of the dresses it looks like is uh, one sleeve, like it's caplet sleeve. So short on one side and then the other sleeve goes down like to like the t-shirt length on Hallie's dress. And then on Chloe's dress, she's got the caplet sleeve on one side and then it goes all the way down on the other side, like long sleeve. And Chloe has on these brown boots that go with her black gown. I like what Chloe's wearing better. Like she's got this great hat on. She's got really cool like ear cuffs happening and her hair is pushed back. And I just, I think that her accessories, they, they did more for her. It almost looks like her sister got a little forgotten about as far as her accessorizing. But yeah, Chloe looks a lot more put together here. Yeah, I like both of these. I just want to say shout out to Zarina Akers. Both Chloe and Hallie are young women. They're musicians, so they perform. So she has to dress them for the red carpet. She has to dress them for performances. And they dress age appropriate and people look up to them. So shout out to Zarina. Shout out to Chloe and Hallie. Nice. And y'all, that wraps up episode eight of the DM where we talked about Freeform's Grownish. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. You should definitely check out this show. It's great. It's a nice coming of age story. I love that it's all mostly all black cast. And I think they're killing it. This Young was really Hollywood, fun. Hollywood, pretty much. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. You'll find links to the Grownish homepage and streaming services in the description box below. A special thank you to Nearby Sound for our theme song. If you enjoyed the show, please like and subscribe and introduce it to a friend and have them subscribe as well. Follow us on the DM.net or on Instagram. The DM is produced by Joe Passarelli, Audrey Brianne, and Tyree. Thank you so much for joining us in another episode of the DM. We would love if you guys would come and follow us. Get in our DMs. You can follow me at Audrey Brienne and AudreyBrienne.com. You can follow me Tyree's Style, S-S-T-Y-L-E, or TyreeStyle.com. So you guys can find us at the DM on iTunes and anywhere that podcasts are available on your device. Thank you so, so, so much for tuning in. I hope you guys really enjoyed this. This was super, super fun. Thank you. Bye, Bye guys.